Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. From the heart of the Carolinas, a voice in the wilderness, a thought-provoking broadcast in a world of ignorant nonsense. But some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And good morning. Welcome to the broadcast on this Friday. Man, what a time that um, we find ourselves in, ladies and gentlemen. Just days away from a big election. And we have a lot of election things to discuss today. It's not just the election itself, but also what has now become the new subject to discuss violence and concerns about violence around the upcoming election. I... How do I characterize this? The only way I can put this right now is to tell you I'm concerned. I mentioned some months ago that I just had a strong sense that we're in very dangerous times, very volatile times. And the actions the past few days of a crazed person last week and, frankly, of a crazed president have really pushed us closer to the brink. I'm going to delve into some of the Things that have happened, in fact, the UK Daily Mail has done a story about this violent subject. We'll talk about that in just a bit. First, the overall picture, Drudge Election headlines on this. And it's been interesting to watch this figure. If you've been watching this on the Drudge site, you know that this number has changed over the last couple of weeks. At one point... The Democrats were still on track to hold on to the Senate. As of today, and this number has been creeping up by uh, like a point every day. Now, 55% chance Republicans will win the Senate. 55% chance. This comes from the 538 website, by the way, which I highly recommend. In fact, the headline... At that particular website, is Republicans are just a normal polling error away from a landslide or wiping out. That's the headline. Republicans in good shape. If each party were to win every race they're currently favored to win, Republicans would end up with 51, Democrats 49. If the same thing happened in the House... Republicans would win 225 seats. Democrats, 210. That's how things stand right now, according to 538. Also, this headline, Take this election seriously. Spending nearly $17 billion, shattering previous records. You have to ask yourself the question, why is there so much money in this? You know the answer to this. See the two things that drive human beings, money and power. Money and power. House GOP to release 1,000-page roadmap for Biden probes. I have to tell you, We're not going to spend a lot of time on this today, but I'm quite concerned because I'm a little bit concerned this will turn into a rabbit hole or a series of rabbit holes that the Republican Party may screw up 
by going down this track. Barack Obama repeating the chaos, the crazy nonsense that has been already uttered by none other than Joe Biden. Democracy may not survive if Arizona Republicans win. Let me remind you again, and please, if you get nothing else from this program today, all of this focus on the word democracy, it shows how profoundly ignorant people are. This, the United States of America, is not a democracy. It is not. And I will say what I said before. The Republic is designed to protect us from people like Barack Obama and from Joe Biden. And I dare say it, people like Donald Trump. It's all designed to limit power. The whole purpose behind this is not to create super leaders. In fact, I've said for some time, I've been concerned that the presidency has, has morphed into something the Founding Fathers never intended it to be. Never. And unfortunately, we the people have played right into this by turning these people into superstars. They're not. Kerry Lake election denial could shape 2024. Clinton seethes over her making fun of Pelosi attack. Shots fired at candidates' North Carolina home. We'll go into detail on this one for sure. And in the background, we've got the economic news that all of us have been watching. What is going on with our economy? Concerns about inflation. Interest rates going up. And now, we've got a new figure that has come out. Labor force participation has declined for the third straight month. The employment situation has weakened. Unemployment rate, in fact, increased two-tenths of a point, 3.7%, still low. The labor force participation rate declined a tenth of a point to 62.2%. The number of employed Americans, 158,608,000 in October, dropped by 328,000 from September's all-time high of 158,000, 158,936,000. The number of unemployed Americans increased by 306,000. They're now 6,059,000. And we did have some jobs added, but we've had some decline here. All of these economic stories certainly factor in to what has happened to set the stage for the elections that are coming up on Tuesday and, in fact, are already underway here in the Carolinas as well. Coming up, we're going to talk about what has happened here in North Carolina. This is another piece of evidence that is raising concern all across the country. In fact, now we've got polling data on this, and you knew this was going to happen, <laughs> about concerns about violence, politically motivated violence. What are you thinking about this? What are the American people thinking about this? We will talk about this and much more as we continue. And we'll look ahead to the possibility of an indictment for former president donald trump how soon could that happen stay with us and we are back on the vince coakley radio program and i'm telling you folks this is going to be an interesting few days no question about it the text line Scrolling away here. Where do we begin safely? <laughs> this texter says, polls said Hillary Clinton would win. The polls also said Donald Trump would win. 
listen to the polls if you want to. Uh huh. Vince, America morphed into something different since Woodrow Wilson. Yes. Reminds me of the book I've highly recommended to you called Theodore and Woodrow by Andrew Napolitano. Excellent book. Read it about how this country has been destroyed, undermined. Those two presidents have done a great deal to destroy this country. Good morning, Vince. Hope you're doing well. I just turned the radio on. I said to myself, how long will it be before he throws Trump's name? They're doing your monologue. Dialogue about the Republic. Biden is our problem right now, not Trump. Also, on the text line, Jeff says, I don't care what these polls say. We're a thousand votes down, so get out and vote. Make your conservative voice heard. And and I know Jeff's position. We discussed this the other day. He very much takes the position. We ought to show up as if we're behind. And get other people to show up as if we are behind. Vince, you want to bet the Democrats will not accept the election results if they lose big? The crazy MAGA folks cheated. Gee whiz. I wonder... Who let the stolen election genie out of the bottle? <laughs> Help me out. Who could that possibly be? Yeah, we, we told you about Miss Stacey Abrams, remember? I and mean, we only played a couple of minutes of a five-minute montage of this woman. After the election, she didn't stop for quite some time. Saying the election was essentially stolen from her. Media has never hold, held her to account for that. Never. The Dems will scream election fraud next week. Their media will echo those cries, and this will drag on for months. God forbid. That's why I've said again, I hope this will be a situation where it's so overwhelming. There is not anything to question. It's really, really imperative that it happens that way. I just cannot imagine. I would certainly hope we don't have a situation where this does drag on for days or even weeks. I think it's, what is it, Pennsylvania? Officials there, election officials saying it's possible it may take them weeks to actually count the votes. I mean, no. God forbid. By the way, we have news on Pennsylvania. An interesting endorsement that has taken place there. I'm sure you will not find it shocking at all. As you know, this is the race. Fetterman versus Dr. Oz. We'll delve into that in a bit. UK Daily Mail reporting on this midterms horror. As Republican candidates' daughters, three and five, are almost killed after gunman opens fire at North Carolina home, where Democrat rival filmed campaign ad with bullet landing close to where they slept. This actually happened. October 18th in Hickory at a home belonging to Republican Pat Harrigan's parents as he fights for an open seat in the famously liberal 14th Congressional District, a contentious race. The candidate's daughters, three and five, asleep in the bedroom directly above the room where the shooting occurred with a bullet coming from a densely wooded area behind the house. Harrigan, a firearms manufacturer and former Green Beret, has since come forward to assert he would not be intimidated by the shooting and that death threats aren't enough to knock this Green Beret out of that mission. Because these threats, spurring the ex-soldier to don bulletproof vests to campaign events, the two girls have been living with her grandparents for much of the campaign cycle. The kids have been relocated out of state, while Harrigan, who is not at the residence, has revealed he owns a property near the home where the shooting occurred. No injuries reported. 
His opponent, Jeff Jackson, has been forced to pull an ad filmed outside his opponent's lakeside home, criticizing his ownership of a ritzy home in a neighborhood outside the confines of the district. The ad shows a man on a jet ski as a narrator tells listeners Harrigan made a fortune off tragedies such as the Sandy Hook shooting and bought a lake house. Isn't this crazy? It then shows an image of Harrigan's home, which is not far from that of his parents. The spot was released on the day of the shooting and spurred an angry open letter from Harrigan to Jackson a week later. This is crazy. By the way, the FBI is involved. They've launched an investigation. This is crazy stuff, folks. Really crazy stuff. I want to remind you again how important it is to pray during this time. It really is. We need God's grace upon us. Because I'm telling you, folks, I do believe there are people who are... There's a combination of things. There are, there are people who want to provoke people to violence... There are, frankly, some unhinged people out there. And there are people trying to stir up hysteria for political purposes, to scare people into voting a certain way. This is one of the sad things about this story. It's fear. Trying to bring about a result based on fear. I've called for you, pleaded, appealed to you to send a message to the president. A long, loud, resounding message that what he's doing is not acceptable. The best thing to do is to clip the man's wings, take the House and the Senate. That's the best thing that can happen here. How concerned are we about violence? Well, according to the Washington Post, they've done a new survey with ABC News. A wide and bipartisan majority of Americans worry there's increased danger of politically motivated violence here in the U.S. Nearly 9 in 10 Americans. I I just want to stop for a moment. What are we, a third world country now? This is crazy. Nearly 9 in 10 Americans, 88% concern that political divisions have intensified to the point there's an increased risk of politically motivated violence in the U.S., including over 6 in 10 who are very concerned. Of the two parties, (laughs) this is shocking, more Americans blame the Republican Party more for the risk of violence. But that difference is not wide. 31% versus the 25% who blame the Democrat Party more. Another 32% blame both parties equally. Most Democrats and Republicans blame the opposing party. Isn't this interesting? We're going to talk more about this. And if I remember to do it, ADHD does not take its toll. I also want to tell you about an interesting conversation I had last night on this subject. Really important for right now. Stay with us. Back on the broadcast, I'm telling you about this poll, Washington Post ABC poll, 9 in 10 Americans concerned political divisions are at a point where there's a risk of politically motivated violence in the United States. 6 in 10 very concerned about this. What about you? What is the level of your concern? Love to get your thoughts. The Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. So are you concerned about this? And how great is that concern? We're also watching some races across the country one of them 
is in the state of Pennsylvania. As you know, Mehmet Oz is running against John Fetterman. You've heard a lot of conversation about John Fetterman, his medical condition. And this is a seat that is very important in terms of the balance of power. Well, guess who has come along to help save the day, to attempt to anyway, for John Fetterman? None other than Oprah Winfrey. Here, just days before Election Day, she has jumped into the political fray, endorsing John Fetterman over her longtime friend, Dr. Mehmet Oz, issuing her endorsement of Fetterman during a town hall yesterday. I said it was up to the citizens of Pennsylvania, but I would tell you all this. If I lived in Pennsylvania, I would have already cast my vote for John Fetterman for many reasons. Fetterman celebrating this news on Twitter. As you know, Oprah Winfrey was a big backer of Barack Obama. She also backed several Democrat midterm candidates during this town hall, including Val Demings down in Florida in her bid against Marco Rubio, Nevada Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, Raphael Warnock, that is in Georgia. Stacey Abrams in Georgia as well. And Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> I want you to listen to her words. Use your discernment, which seems to be missing in a lot of our country today. Use your discernment and choose wisely for the democracy of our country. Folks, when you hear this over, I'm just going to tell you. Whenever you hear this word, you're hearing one of two things. You're either hearing ignorance or you're hearing deliberate propaganda to convince you this is a freaking democracy. It is not. And the fact that Oprah is using this, it once again confirms these folks are all singing out of the same hymnal. Winfrey, as you know, had a long history with Dr. Oz. Largely stayed out of this race, but endorsed Fetterman at the last minute, with current polls showing them neck and neck. As Breitbart News reported, Mehmet Oz maintains a slim advantage over Democrat John Fetterman in the Senate race, according to a poll. Oz leads Fetterman by a margin of 48 to 46 among the likely voters sampled in Emerson College's poll released Thursday. The poll, which The Hill sponsored, finds 4% of likely voters are undecided. But Fetterman still trails Oz, 48-47, when undecided leaners are accounted for. The Fetterman took a nosedive in the polls after his debate against Oz, during which the handicap stemming from the stroke he suffered earlier this year became readily apparent. You'll remember he struggled to give coherent responses to moderator questions as he confused words and paused awkwardly. Of course, his campaign is hoping this will bolster his campaign. It may have little effect. Think about it. She also pushed for Stacey Abrams. Back in 2018, what did that do for her? Basically, she's preaching to the choir, preaching to the liberal left choir. Oprah is not going to help with crossover voters. It's really that simple. So we'll see. And keep in mind, we understand hundreds of thousands of people have already voted in the state of Pennsylvania. And I mentioned one of the warnings that's already come out is... The possibility it may actually take weeks to count all of these votes. Just crazy, isn't it? Just crazy. <laughs> I love this. Couldn't even make it five minutes today without listening to your right-wing propaganda lies and other nonsense coming out of your mouth. You are the worst type of Christian. Really? 
Unbelievable. But what can I possibly say? Question, Vince. Why is it the only solution any politician has to spend money? Never figure out a way like regular citizens have to. Yeah. Vince, what happened at Pat Harrigan's home is despicable and evil. Thankful nobody was hurt. That Jeff Jackson ad facilitated that. If he could do that to his political rival, be capable of doing that to any of us. Those who are undecided between the two, I hope this helps your decision. Say no to Jeff. That is from Jeff. Violence in politics. What a shocker. I wonder if the politicians have ever heard the phrase, you reap what you sow. That is from Dean. A politically motivated crime against a Democrat? The FBI, a.k.a. Sherlock Holmes, gets their man in record time. A politically motivated crime against a Republican? The FBI, a.k.a. Mr. Magoo. Never can seem to get their man, even with photos, videos, descriptions, obvious motives, and eyewitnesses pointing at him. That is from Alan out of Spartanburg. That's a pretty interesting characterization. The different faces of the FBI. Pretty amazing, isn't it? I'm more concerned about illegals and drugs that will have more violence than any election could ever have. Oprah too image conscious. Dr. Oz, old news. She doesn't realize that she is too. (laughs) Ouch. Oprah is a puppet sellout. Oprah is a very mixed up woman whose judgment is totally unworthy of respect. She's a walking example of Ephesians 4.14, tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness. She's a hardcore Democrat who would endorse, and apparently has, a literal rock. (laughs) Oh my goodness. If your state cannot count every vote on election night, there's cheating in your state. Entire nations count their votes on election day. If you can't, it's because they don't want to. Hmm. Just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line. Coming up, we'll talk about a presidential announcement or an indictment. Straight ahead. And we're back on the broadcast. Let's go out to a call here in Charlotte. This one is from Chris. Good morning and welcome, Chris. Good morning, Vince. How you doing? All right, sir. I would just like to say that I feel as if every single time there's a politically motivated attack in this country that either side likes to point fingers when in reality I don't really see it as one way or the other. And I really think that we all need to reflect and realize that our words do have an effect on how crazies are, crazies are going to attack other people and that we need to stop the crazies and start realizing that it's not one way or the other. Now, when you say stop the crazies, how do you define crazies? I would say crazies are anybody on either side of the spectrum that go out and they attack their political opponents, and then the media, either the right-wing media or the left-wing media, is going to say this was the Democrats or this was the Republicans, when these people are obviously mentally unhinged. So you're saying, and I think the point you're making is where a lot of people are, honestly, um, that this, uh, in many ways, is not as much political as it is just a person being unhinged, period. And right. this is going to be expressed in some form or fashion. Um, right. it, you, you've raised a very good point. Chris, thank you very much for your call. In fact, it's a great lead-in to... Chris has helped me to redirect back to something that I was going to talk about before we go into the possibilities with one Donald Trump. Had a great conversation last night with a good friend of mine. We're going to be working on a little project, hopefully in the near future. And one of the things we were discussing is how one of the things that we all 
need to do is to come back to a place first and foremost of being aware of and looking for the plank in our own eye before we look for the speck in someone else's. I'm imploring everybody to do this. I don't care who you are. Look in the mirror. I do this as well. Examine yourself. Because unfortunately, and I've said this a number of times in recent years, I will just tell you what I'm watching now within the Republican Party. I'm not embracing the stupid, idiotic words of Mr. Magoo. So don't get this twisted. What I am saying, that there's a very different spirit among many of my Republican friends than that that I would have experienced four or five years ago. There is something that is more adversarial, angry, bitter, vengeful, all I'm saying is I'm appealing to you, especially those of you who name the name of Christ, to step back and do some self-examination. And above all, ask the question, especially if I'm professing to be a Christian, do my kingdom loyalties, as in the kingdom of God, truly transcend Everything. In other words, that's the most important thing. Or have many of us, which I think to be the case, Rush used to talk about how, for Democrats, politics is religion. I have watched as politics has become religion for too many of my Republican friends. And to be honest with you, I think in many cases it's completely drowned out their faith. The most important thing, and, and this is a question you might pose to those you love, those around you. The answer might be difficult to take. Based on what you hear from me, what's the most important thing in my life? Based on my social media, what would people around me conclude about who I am and more importantly whose I am not meaning to get into another faith focus Friday idea because that's still coming up and it's a good one but this is something near and dear to my heart because I'm honestly very grieved and I'm speaking to my Republican friends politics has become way too important and for many, I've watched ethics, morals, a moral compass. These things have disappeared from a lot of my Republican friends. And it's become all about winning, no matter what, because we've got to save the country. And I'm telling you, if we have the same heart and the same character as the folks we've been complaining about in the liberal side for years, if we become that, we're all doomed anyway. Because the character of this country requires a virtuous people. I'm watching virtue disappear. It disappears when you have talk shows, talk show hosts vilifying people making what appear to be legitimate accusations against candidates. Just because that person's on our side, we're going to call that person a name not recognizing that what that person is saying may be true I'm just saying let's step back examine our hearts especially those of us who are Christian is the kingdom agenda first and foremost does it determine what we do in this political realm coming up we'll talk about Donald Trump indictments announcements straight ahead this is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. From the heart of the Carolinas, challenging the smug, misinformed arrogance of the left. The trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. 
It's just that they know so much that isn't so. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And we are back. Welcome to the broadcast. And there's some very interesting things on the text line. The comments I made right before the break, quite intriguing. Uh, Let's start here. It took an attack on Paul Pelosi for Democrats to be concerned about political violence. Silence followed the attempted attack on Justice Kavanaugh. Mm Mm-hmm. And the rest of this is not here. Where did this message go? They offered encouragement to protests against the other conservative justices. What a pack of power-hungry hypocrites. If the Republicans do not take the initiative to rid Washington of corruption and return this country to the people, this country as we know it will cease to exist, and prayers alone will not save us. This is an interesting theme. You'll hear this a little bit later on when I share this. When black conservatives are labeled as sellouts or Uncle Tom, what does that make people like Oprah Winfrey, who kisses the ring of the Democrat Party? Yep, the party of the Klan, mind you. Yep, this is what it looks like when insanity is normalized. This texter believes the attack was staged for political purposes to demonize ultra-mega-maga, just like Jesse Smollett in January 6th. Mm-hmm. This texture says we're just tired of being doormats. We've had enough and not taking it anymore. Of course they are bitter. They've seen lies against them made to be truth with the help of the media. What the country needs is a true disaster that is real and natural to bring us all to our knees. Oh, my goodness. How's that for a truth bomb right there? Nothing shows intellectual laziness more than hearing someone say both sides They obviously don't have a clue what the right side is. I assume this person is making a reference to the host. I'm telling you, because I know what I'm talking about. I read this text line. There's plenty of what I see here in people, many of you, becoming what you've been complaining about with Democrats for years. That's what I'm talking about. If we, if we are like them in character and heart and there's vengeance and a desire for retribution, I hear this. You've heard this. All the people who want to get even. This is what the Democrats, this is what socialists and communists do. When they get in power, they go after their political enemies. It's tit for tat. And I'm telling you, if that's what this is going to become, count me out. (laughs) I love this texture. I'm offended. There's no plank in my eye. There isn't room in there with the telephone pole. (laughs) Someone in the upstate, thank you for that. That's really funny. Uh, Great sense of humor. I love that. And this is part of what we have to do, folks. Can we all have a sense of humor about ourselves and recognize... Seriously, recognize that we're human beings. We're susceptible to deception. We're susceptible to doing wrong things, saying wrong things. And sometimes we need to be adjusted. Ah, let's see. Vince, not being rude, a lot of your message comes across telling people to do nothing and pray, which I believe in. People are fed up. They'll only listen to the loudest, most proactive voices that reflect their feelings. Doing nothing, continuing bending over us, put us in the place we're in. See, this is not what I'm saying. You are giving a false binary choice. It's a choice between starting a revolution and going and storming the Capitol or sitting on your ass and praying. Folks, there are plenty of things in between there. I talk about these all the time. One of them is to vote. And I also encourage you to vote wisely. And if I'm honest with you, we've not done very well overall in the Republican Party in this. Otherwise, we wouldn't have returned many of these morons back to the Capitol who continue to vote for the morons who are in charge. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am going to, I'm absolutely going to lose my mind 
If we win back the House and the Senate, let me rephrase that. If the Republican Party wins back the House and Senate, and Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell are the leaders, I'm going to be profoundly disgusted and disappointed. Well, I'm not going to say disappointed, because this is what I expect. We're not going to move in a positive direction until we get these politicians out of the way. Where are the real leaders? Where are the real statesmen? Especially if you're electing someone new. You should expect something new and different. If they're going to keep voting for the same, this is why we don't have change, ladies and gentlemen. Because we've got people there who are there for themselves. Mitch McConnell is there for himself and doesn't have the good grace to get his ass out of the way. It's time for him to move on. I'll also predict, if Republicans fail to win the Senate, he's going to retire. I think Nancy Pelosi is going to retire if they lose the House. Just saying. Vince, I'm one of those that's guilty of this as well. During this trying political season, we become like the seeds that have been spread amongst the weeds where we grow a little bit on our faith, but the worries of this world choke it out. That could be a little tidbit for your Faith Focus Friday segment. We're living in uncertain times. Jeff, this is why I appreciate about you because you're one of those people who does this self-examination. We have all got to do it, and we've got to help each other stay on course, not just with the ideas, but with the heart and the spirit. We don't dare lose that so we don't become the very thing that we're supposedly against. Let me quickly get to Faith Focus Friday. This is from Steve Crosby. I meet scores of believers whose lives are in complete disarray, chaos, disorder, malfunction, and pain. Because they are in overreaction to oppressive legalism in their past, they're unwilling or unable to accept their pain is often simply the logical fruit of their undisciplined choices. Their doctrinal mental grid will not allow it. There's nothing mystical about it. Satan isn't involved. When you interpret the practice of discipline as legalism or not having a revelation of grace, you're creating and inviting chaos and sorrow of your own making. Magic prayers won't fix that. Binding the devil won't fix that. If you want to swim in the swamp of reactionary theological insanity, don't act surprised when you are lunch for a gator. Oh God, please take the gators out of my life. Rescue me from the gators. Please agree with me in prayer and take authority over the spirit of Gator. Nonsense. Get the heck out of the swamp. I have a feeling this has spoken to a few people this morning. Discipline, folks. Divine discipline. Don't look to bind some spirit or whatever. And if you need help, Reach out for someone to help you become disciplined. This is where we're losing so many of our battles because our lives are in disarray and chaos, confusion. Let's recognize grace teaches us to obey and to be disciplined. Stay with us. Over on the text line, this is kind of interesting. It should never be about getting even. It should always be about upholding the law, no matter what jersey you wear. Illegal is illegal, no matter what. All insider trading by all lawmakers must be investigated and prosecuted. And yes, that means you too, Mitch. (laughs) What would happen? If as of January 2023, there would be no retirement benefits for career politicians. I love this text. It really hits it on the head. In response to what someone said earlier about just praying, it's pray. Then you take action, adapt, adjust, overcome. That's really excellent. I love that. Take action, adapt, adjust, overcome. That's... 
very rich. Thank you very much for that text. A couple of things I definitely want to get to before this broadcast is over. Breitbart reporting. Former President Donald Trump is considering November 14th as a possible date for announcing his 2024 presidential campaign. Axios citing three sources familiar with the discussions about Trump's announcement that the former president will announce his presidential campaign on November 14th. Trump's aides did not confirm this to Breitbart News. But the former president teased his announcement during a rally last night in Iowa. In order to get our country successful and safe and glorious, I will very, very, very probably do it again. He said this as the crowd cheered. Get ready. That's all I'm telling you very soon. Trump eager to announce his campaign for president, but was advised not to announce this before the midterm elections. The Justice Department also weighing dates regarding the possibility of charging the former president with federal crimes. CNN reports the Justice Department is considering whether or not to name a special counsel to handle the federal investigation of Trump's handling of classified documents and his attempt to pressure officials in Georgia to scrutinize the 2020 election results should the former president announce another run for president. And on that subject, The Hill has this story combined. Which will happen first, a Trump indictment? Or 2024 presidential announcement. Saying a convergence of forces threatened to crack the Constitution's solid foundation upon which our nation has thrived. Pressure emanating from this powerful convergence could cause tectonic plate shifts impacting and destabilizing equal justice. The rule of law and governmental authority at risk. Our traditionally respected electoral system, along with the peaceful transfer of power that helped to make this oldest, continuous democracy the envy of the world. There's that horrible word, word again, folks. Intensifying the pressure of partisan media, in which truth is pliable based on the audience's political leaning, reflecting our hyper-polarized electorate, where facts and alternate facts are equally valid. That's the national backdrop for two earth-shaking decisions expected after the midterms. In one corner, former President Trump declares his decision to launch a 2024 presidential campaign. In the other, Attorney General Merrick Garland announcing whether the Department of Justice will pursue an indictment of citizen Trump. Which decisive event occurs first could be consequential to advancing a successful message-branding narrative while forcing the other into a defensive posture either way Americans should brace themselves for turmoil mirroring pre-civil war levels of hatred and mayhem with the potential for violence note that related unrelated to this topic a major survey this is disturbing a major survey associated with Yale University found that among American adults, half, 50.1%, agreed that in the next few years there will be civil war in the United States. That begs the question, could a DOJ indictment of Trump be a spark? And this our author goes on to explore circumstances and responses concerning these two announcements. One, that Trump declares he's running for president. According to recent poll averages, Trump's chances are 50-50 against his assumed opponent, President Biden. Many believe Trump would run to avenge his 2020 loss, which he still insists he won. Equally plausible, he could run to boost his own damaged but once-respected Trump brand while embroiled in numerous complex legal challenges. By declaring his candidacy ahead of possible DOJ indictments, Trump could hope to accomplish the following. Rally his base. Juice the right-wing media machine with messages Trump is unbeatable against slow Biden. Assume Trump can and will intimidate potential primary opponents into dropping out before they officially declare. Strategically, hover over the crowd of 2024 GOP hopefuls, but not join them. For example, Trump declined an invitation to the annual 
Republican Jewish Coalition Conference in Las Vegas, November 18th, 19th. All the prospective GOP candidates will be at this major donor cattle call, except King Trump, who expects to be crowned without a primary fight. Note to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Bring Trump's crown to make a joke. Generate some headlines. Brilliant. By announcing before Thanksgiving, the former president likely believes he will ward off a DOJ indictment, showing what a huge political mistake it would be since he's the overwhelming favorite to win the GOP nomination. Intimidation's long been a Trump calling card in mid-September. The Hill reported Hugh Hewitt's controversial interview with Trump when the former president hinted at problems among the American people should be indicted. Trump would have a distinct advantage should he declare his candidacy before a potential DOJ invitement. The Hill reported influential Republicans expect A.G. Garland will indict Trump 60 to 90 days after Election Day. Garland, of course, could also announce DOJ will not pursue an indictment. Indeed, there will be much talk about shredding the Constitution if Trump is not brought to justice, with headlines screaming, Politics Trump's law. Here's the other option. DOJ indicts Trump before he declares his candidacy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly without fear or favor. Therefore, if DOJ indicts Trump, expect lofty platitudes like, We are a nation built on laws. Even a former president or leading presidential candidate is not above the law. Along with mountains of evidence. Heard that one? Solid case. Trump already heralded his response to a DOJ indictment in that Hugh Hewitt interview. He said there's no reason they can indict other than if they're just sick and deranged, which is always possible, because I did absolutely nothing wrong. Two possibilities. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think an indictment will come first, or do you think the announcement will come first? Do you think an indictment will come at all? Love to get your thoughts as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. We are back on the broadcast over on that text line at 71307. I like this one. <laughs> Vince, tell me how the party that brought us the truth and disinformation ministry is going to preserve our democracy. <laughs> exactly. Vince, have you bought your billion-dollar Powerball ticket yet? Have a great weekend. I have not. I think I mentioned before Wednesday's drawing, I got there right before 10 o'clock. Obviously, did not win. What are they saying? It's going to be up to 1.5, 1.5 billion dollars. That is insane, isn't it? By the way, those of you in the Upstate, listen up. Three Powerball players, South Carolina, won fifty thousand dollars each in Wednesday night's drawing. One player took home $50,000 on a ticket with double place sold at the Sphinx on Brushy Creek Road in Greer. Two other players won $50,000 off tickets sold in Irmo at the Pit Stop, Broad River Road in Rock Hill. Quick Stop on Selenese Road. Pretty amazing, huh? These tickets, $2. Available at most grocery stores, convenience stores. $1.5 billion dollars Saturday night is that drawing and by the time we get there I will have a ticket hey I'll even take that fifty thousand dollars that's pretty impressive <laughs> also on the text line love your show Trump would not announce if the Dems win the house and the Senate is 50 50 hmm Vince, appreciate you, even though I voted for Trump, because my family 
did thrive in the great economy we had. Trump will be too old. Age should be considered and put into law like you can't run until you're 35. You also can't run if you're over 68. I don't know that I'd agree with that age, but I kind of tend to agree with this idea about a number. If if there's the thought you can be too young, isn't it also possible you could be too old? I, for one, like to see Trump back in office as Secretary of State in a Rick Scott administration. Boy, that would be intriguing. Monday, November 7th, Trump announces his run for president 2024. Monday, November 8th, the DOJ announces multiple indictments against the Republican candidate for president in 2024. Boy, that would be interesting if it happened that way. Vince, great idea to pray before voting. I doubt Jesus would want people to vote for a party that wants to discourage religious freedom and tear down family values. Thanks, Polly and Marvin out of Greer, South Carolina. Glad you are with us. I mean, this, many of these things are no-brainers, aren't they? They're things that simply would not... I mean, I think the big draw for people who would consider themselves Christian, it's the air of compassion that the Democrat Party communicates, right? And I say the air of compassion because real compassion is not anything the federal government does. It's what you do. I remind people all the time, the story of the, the Good Samaritan is not about government. It's about somebody who spends their own money. At their own expense, they take care of others. I absolutely love what Paul says, and this, this haunts me at times, but I love what Paul said. I'm willing to spend and be spent. That was Paul's perspective. His life was on the line. He was willing to, he, he was given, given over. And this is a, this is a high bar for us to set. It's about giving of ourselves. It's not about compelling other people and taking other people's stuff to give to somebody else and calling that charity. If that's the only thing that ties you to the Democrat Party, it's a fraud. It's false compassion. Just saying. If Trump is indicted and not Biden for their crimes, there will be trouble. The deep state is pushing for a civil war to take over the country. This is another thing I, I just want to remind people, because I think there are going to be opportunities and situations that are going, going to present provocations. And the line I would keep saying to you is, please do not take the bait. Do not get sucked in. Because they want you to do something violent. They do. This is why they love January 6th. This is why they love it. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Just keep showing that video over again. And now you got this line, you know, oh, Nancy, where are you, Nancy? I mean, horrible, just horrible. Not news to you, I'm sure. Breitbart reporting. On executives from Facebook and Twitter, including the recently fired head of Trust and Safety, Vijaya Gatti, held meetings with the Department of Homeland Security to discuss censorship on a wide range of topics, including the withdrawal from Afghanistan, coronavirus, and racial justice, according to leaked documents. This information came to light via leaks to The Intercept, as well as documents and minutes revealed through Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt's lawsuit, filed against the Biden administration that alleges government collusion with big tech to suppress Americans' First Amendment rights. What have I always warned you about? Big government, big corporations. According to the material, DHS plans to target alleged misinformation around the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic and the efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines, racial justice, U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, and the nature of U.S. support to Ukraine. The report also reveals an official process for the government to flag misinformation to Facebook. Folks, this is dangerous stuff. This is one of the reasons why we need a change in Washington right now. 
this stuff has got to be reined in. Washington is out of control. There's also a formalized process for government officials to directly flag content on Facebook or Instagram and request that it be throttled or suppressed through a special Facebook portal that requires a government or law enforcement email to use. This is scary stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Scary stuff. And the only way to get rid of all of this? Dismantle big government. If this is not what politicians are talking about, tell them no thank you. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program.